Welcome to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry. How are you, Dr. Mann? Doing good. I'm ready for it to warm up. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I think everyone is right there with you. The spring is around, is here, but the warm weather is taking a while to get here, isn't it? Just a little consistency. I think that's what we all want. Just a, a little, little bit. bit of consistency. A little consistency, yeah. That would be nice. Well, Dr. Mann, uh, we... I, we're enjoying this show, Teeth Talk, because we get to come in and we get to talk about uh, important things related to dental dentistry and oral health and overall great hygiene. And this is uh, what I'm learning. It's all interconnected. I didn't it realize sure is. that. Uh, most, most everything is. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've got an interesting subject today. It's one I think is uh, uh, one of those dreaded terms, I the think, that you hear yes. with dentistry. And that's the root canal. Root canal. And when you hear that word, Everyone starts running for yeah. the doors, you know. <laughs> well, what is a root canal? Basically, a root canal is um, a way that we go in and clean out a tooth that is infected um, or inflamed. Uh, basically, the root of the tooth is the part that goes down into the bone below your tissue. And you have a, a soft tissue that goes all the way to the bottom of that root called the pulp. And inside that pulp or soft tissue contains blood vessels and nerves, Okay. The blood vessels basically come up and allow your um, immune system to fight off any infections. But through, de- uh, through infection and inflammation, your tooth can start hurting significantly. And that pulp um, has to be removed. And that's basically what a root canal is. We go in and take a series of brushes and we file and brush those uh, different roots. Every tooth has a a uh, different amount of roots depending on your front teeth have one root, your back teeth can have as many as four or five or six. But we go in and we clean those roots out, and then we seal them off. And uh, and when we seal them off, bacteria can't get up in there, and your nerve is gone, so you don't have pain. So so it's, it, it helps the person's tooth calm down is, is what we say. But it got its bad name because most people who need a root canal have a tooth that's hurting really bad. Gotcha. So they already got that pain occurring. And then, of course, way back in time, when uh, we didn't have any Novocaine and we didn't use Novocaine, root canal was probably one of the most painful things that, that, that was done um, without using any kind of anesthesia. So now that we have the ability to, to, um, keep, you know, to numb the tooth, then uh, root canals are very, very simple, um, and they're pain-free. So um, it's, a, it's a very good thing for people that are in severe pain that want to keep their tooth. Gotcha. Yeah. And so what would be the, the cause of a root canal? What would cause that to happen? Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's several reasons that you can um, need a root canal. Uh, one of the first ones that we see in our, in our dental office is deep decay. You know, people who don't visit the dentist on a regular basis and they get really deep uh, decay. We call it caries in the, in the uh, dental field. But from drinking soft drinks, candy, uh, foods, not brushing your teeth, most people will get decay. And if that decay continues down, it gets into what we call the pulp or the nerve. And then that bacteria is in that nerve. And then the only way to save that tooth and to keep the pain from occurring is to go in and do a root canal and clean out all that bacteria in that pulp. The second um, prop cause of, uh, of it is inflammation. You can get inflammation in a root, even if you don't have decay. Um, you could be a hard grinder. Um, you could hit a tooth uh, tra- traumatically, um, and the actual, uh, um, we call it re- a irreversible pulpitis, which means you're, the inflammation in the, the nerve never reverses itself. And so when that occurs, your tooth will constantly ache, 
And then, of course, we have to go in and do a root canal for comfort purposes, not so much because of deep decay. Um, the third reason is actual trauma. You've seen a lot of people who may hit their front teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when that when that occurs, if they have trauma, which is mostly on the front teeth, sometimes on the back teeth when you're biting into food and it might have a foreign substance in it. But um, uh, what happens is when you, when you hit those front teeth, they can start bleeding uh, the pulp on the inside. Um, and in order for the to- tooth uh, to keep the tooth from resorbing after the trauma, we have to go in and do root canals because there's something that clicks inside that pulp that will start eating the tooth from the inside out. It's called internal resorption. And when we see that on the x-ray, we have to go in and do a root canal, even if the patient doesn't have any pain. Wow. Um, we still have to do that. So, yeah. it, And really, it's just basically the nerve dies, but it's basically a sterile necrosis is what we call it because there's no bacteria in, in it that caused it. It's just that uh, the um, tooth was traumatized. So, I mean, this is a... a since I, it, all this stuff sounds serious, but it sounds like it, it could be something serious if you don't go in and, and recognize and get this scoped out regularly. Right. So it, once the blood vessels die in the, in the center of the tooth, which were there basically to help the tooth develop, mm-hmm. okay? Um, the tooth, as it grows, needs um, development. It needs blood flow. Once your tooth is fully developed and your roots fully developed, you know, there really is no need to have that blood flow or that nerve there anymore. The nerve is nice because it does help you feel if you, you know, bite down on something hard or if you drink something cold, but you don't need it, um, especially if it's hurting you, <laughs> you yeah. know. But uh, if, you don't, if you don't get that uh, tissue out, that dead tissue, once it dies, um, your immune system can no longer fight the bacteria that gets in, up into that root. And um, when that occurs, um, you can get an infection that can – you know, go to your brain, it can go to your heart, it can go to your lungs. I mean, there's a number of places that it can go to. And it, you know, the worst case scenario is you can end up in the hospital on, you know, IV antibiotics. Um, most of the people that, that get this problem, um, we put them on a round of antibiotics before we do the root canal. But uh, if the person just ignores it, then it could, it could be serious consequences. You could even die from it. Oh man, yeah, that's it. Doesn't get more serious than that. It does not. No. Yep. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Doctor Man, you can do so by calling him in the office at nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. That's nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. He's accepting new patients. If you want to get a hold of him and get an appointment, maybe you're worried about a root canal or something along those lines. Now would be a good time get a hold of Dr. Man. He's got two offices, one in Cary and one in Gardner. And we will continue to talk more about root canals here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Stick around. Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry. And we're talking all about root canals today. And we've uh, learned what a root canal is what some of the causes are. And uh, Dr. Mann, uh, what are some of the, the risk factors? I mean, we, we kind of went into this a little bit at the end of last segment, but are there any other uh, other additional risk factors when it comes to having a root canal? Well, once you have a root canal, um, you have to be committed because um, most root canals uh, after th- that come into our office are due to large decay, mm-hmm. okay? Once we get that decay out and once we go in and do the root canal, there's not a lot of tooth structure left, um, especially on the back teeth 
that takes the most uh, force when we're chewing. So once you get a root canal, you really have to be committed that you're going to follow through and get a what we call a crown, which we talked about before on the show. If you don't get a crown, you increase your risk that that tooth will fracture in half um, if you don't get that protective crown after a root canal. So um, I always tell my patients, you know, if you're going to be committed, going to spend the money to do a root canal, you better get that crown pretty quickly after it. I've seen them break within two th- two weeks to to a to a month after wow. a root canal, and um, unfortunately, you know, all that money's been wasted in that time in the chair to do the root canal. So that is um, a risk factor is fracture if you don't get a crown mm-hmm. uh, once you have a um, once you have a root canal. The other risk factor is just because you have a root canal doesn't mean that it can't become reinfected. Okay, so um, there's a slight chance that once we go in and do a root canal we uh, don't get all the bacteria, okay? So we have to follow up um, on a regular basis so the patient has to be committed um, to coming back in, you know, for at least a year every six months so that we can um, follow up and take x-rays to make sure um, that the patient doesn't have any reinfection. A root canal can get reinfected, uh, but it's a very slim chance. It's less than 5% chance that it can become reinfected. Um, Some of that can have to do with, you know, crowns that have leaking margins or... The patient never comes back and gets a crown, or they have a big filling that's leaking. Um, so just because they have a root canal doesn't mean that that bacteria can't get down in the root again, right. which is why we do the root canal in the first place, to get rid of that bacteria. That makes plenty of sense. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to get on to uh, another topic here, and this kind of uh, – I, I hear this a lot. My sister's a doctor, and I have other friends who are doctors. But basically, you know, I'm sure this never happens to you, but patients get onto websites like WebMD, or they do some internet searching, and they – they get some uh, either misguided information or maybe they start to self-diagnose. But I, I've read some places that people say, you know, it's better to just have the tooth pulled than to, to get a root canal. Is that, right. is that accurate? Uh, what, what's the deal it's with that? It's not accurate. Um, you know, there's instances where, where a tooth has to be pulled versus a root canal. But if there's a lot of tooth structure left, um, we, we encourage people to keep their t- tooth. I mean, root canals are very successful. Um, and specialist who's an endodontist who does root canals, um, they're very trained. They go an extra two to three years after dental school to learn how to um, sterilize those canals and seal them off so that bacteria can't get in them. A lot of things that we see on the internet are bad jobs, uh, you know, bad root canals that have been done um, or root canals that become uh, reinfected because the patient did a, didn't get a crown or, or the filling's leaking. So um, there are things on the internet you can find that, A, you know, you still have a chronic infection in that tooth even after a root canal, which is causing your immune system and autoimmune disorders. Um, there is a slight chance that some people could be allergic to some of the uh, things that are used to seal off the canal. But uh, in this day and time, everything is becoming more and more uh, bio-adverse, meaning, you know, uh, your body likes it. And in fact, there's uh, sealers that we use now that actually remineralize the tooth. They're biodynamic is what we call it. So um, they're getting better all the time. Um, there are uh, instances where the tooth, like I said before, can become reinfected. And that's what we see on the internet, you know, where people, I had a patient who came into my office who had symptoms um, of, she had lesions on her brain. And she had some symptoms of certain diseases, and they couldn't figure it out. And um, the good thing about our office is we have a 3D x-ray. So we take a 3D x-ray on every patient, and it just so happens that I found that she had a root canal that was reinfected. Wow. And then once she went and got that tooth retreated, 
her lesions went away and she no longer had those issues of the autoimmune um, type disorders that she was having and that they thought was the lesions on her brain. So it is very dangerous, like I said, to keep an infection, but it's also um, a very good idea for me as a dentist and for my patients to evaluate those root canals on a regular basis, just like we do everything else. We evaluate all of our work on a regular basis to evaluate those root canals to make sure that they haven't come reinfected. And I think that's what uh, we see a lot on the internet, these stories like this. And yes, an infection will cause a major issue if it's not addressed, even if you've already had a root canal. Gotcha. Well, it's a good thing you had that uh, 3D x-ray because, man, uh, boy, talk about a a game changer for that Yeah, we take 3D x-rays on everyone, Mm -hmm. Um, not only... Uh, one, of, one of the biggest things with root canals um, uh, and, and people on the internet saying you just have it pulled, especially in the upper molars, the upper chewing teeth, is there's a lot of hidden canals. And that's why endodontists are so great because they have microscopes. They can go in and find those canals. But if you just so happen to miss one of those canals, the infection can stay there. Okay, With a 3D x-ray, you can see all the canals on the 3D x-ray. You know how many there are before you go in. But we take a 3D x-ray on all of our patients, a 3D panoramic x-ray, mm-hmm. and um, it gives us the ability to find any of those types of recurrent infections in root canals. Gotcha. Now, yeah. we talked uh, about you know patients reading some things on the internet. Is that is that a growing problem, or is, is that not as common maybe in dentistry as it might be? In- no, I think it is. I really do, you know, because we have people come in um, with some ideas in their minds. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you start reading the internet on anything um you can get uh, either scared or a false sense of hope even yeah um, it always seems to go to the worst case scenario for a lot of yeah goes for worst case scenario but you also can create a false sense of hope too Hmm. yeah um in certain things so um our goal is in my office is to just give patients all their options and tell them what what i know as a clinician um not so much you know i wasn't taught in dental school by the internet i was taught by fundamental science you know, and, and unfortunately, the internet is not regulated to the point where they can go in and make sure that everything is credible. Um, so uh, I, I tend to just show the patient with our 3D x-rays what we're doing, and then they can make that choice. If someone wants to pull their tooth, then, uh, you know, you have to support their um, decision. But we have to make sure that they have all their options and, and they're educated enough to know before they say, hey, I'm going to pull this tooth. Because right. pull once you pull a tooth, it's gone. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, I always say it's like a domino effect. Once you start pulling one, um, you start putting pressure on the teeth around it that weren't meant to take that much pressure. And then you, could, you increase the risk of losing those teeth. Right. Um, most people who've lost one teeth end up losing another one within 10 years. Um, so yeah, and then you know a lot of a lot of people in, in their older age, especially um, you know sixty plus, it was common to hey just pull your teeth, you know don't spend the money on them. The problem with that is a lot of your elderly patients now don't have back teeth to chew with, you know, and that's a major problem because what do we like to do when we get old? We like to eat and we like to socialize. Right, and you got to have teeth. To yep. be able to do that comfortably. Yeah, no. that, that's key. That's key. Well, we'll continue our conversation on root canals in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. You can get a hold of him in the office at 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. A quick break and back. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. 
News Radio 680 WPTF, you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Jason Kong here with you on this Sunday afternoon. Want to remind you if you've got a question for Dr. Mann, you can call our Teeth Talk hotline, our question line, and you can ask him a question and we'll answer it on the air for you. 919 588 3051. That's 919 588 3051. You can call that question line anytime and we'll answer your question here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. And Dr. Mann, we're, uh, we're talking all about root canals today. And uh, a couple more questions before we wrap up today. But uh, are there situations where uh, a tooth should be extracted and a root canal shouldn't be done? I mean, we've kind of gotten to the cause of that, you know, uh, why the opposite might happen. But are, are there cases where, okay, this is, should be extracted and no root canal. Yes. And, uh, you know, one of the major things that we look at is when a person comes in is the amount of tooth structure that they're going to have left after decay is removed, um, after if they come in and, and they broke the tooth trauma, um, how much are they going to have left after the root canal is done? Um, if there's a significant portion that is not above the gum line that is going to allow us to be able to put a crown then we suggest that the patient has has a choice. They can either try to build that tooth back up um, after they get the root canal and a crown, or they can have the tooth extracted. Um, the uh, the other scenario is when the tooth breaks off at the gum line and there's nothing above the gum line whatsoever. Um, then we have to ask ourselves, okay, are we going to spend a lot of money uh, going in doing a root canal? Then we have to put what we call a post down into the, the root so that it can hold a buildup. Um, and then in some situations where there's deep decay that goes down below the gum line, um, almost down below what we call the bone that surrounds into the root, um, the patient's got to spend a lot of money to save that tooth. And the chances are that, that tooth's not going to last a lifetime. You know, So um, in those situations, the other situations that we can't, a save a tooth if a person has pain is if they have a fracture in their tooth. Um, as we stated before, a root canal is done when we have infection in the middle of the tooth. But if someone has fractured the tooth down all the way through their root from chewing or from having large, big metal fillings in their mouth that are breaking down, um, there is no way that we can say do a root canal and take the patient out of pain completely. Um, we recommend an extraction and removal of that tooth. Um, the other the other scenario would be, as I stated before, if you traumatize that tooth, okay, and you don't go to the dentist and you get something called internal or external resorption, um, there's not a, anything that we can do. We can't do a root canal. So if we see that on the x-ray, then we have to take the tooth out. Um, and, and, you know, that's why it's so important to visit your dentist. Um, if you're having severe pain, yeah, I always tell people it's God's way of telling you that you got an infection near your brain. Have something done about it. That's why toothaches hurt so much. So um, if you are having pains, yes, it might go away, but you still have the infection there. Okay, A lot of people can get used to pain or, the, or the, once the nerve dies, the pain might go away some. Mm-hmm. Um, but that infection is still there and it's near your brain. So it's God's way of telling you, hey, get that thing evaluated because something's going on. Is there, uh, is it just like a, a general throbbing pain or is it a sharp pain? Uh, what, what kind of pain would normally be associated with root canal? Or is it root just- canal is an ongoing pain that's, that's usually there all the time, mm-hmm. even when you're not eating. Um, wow. uh, of course, if you have the infection, infection can get so big it can blow your face up. Your face can start swelling. 
Um, those are some of the symptoms. Um, if you have um, a toothache and you can drink something cold, really cold, and it relieves the pain, then that's a sign you need a root canal. If you drink, if you eat something hot and the pain lingers forever, you know those are those are typical signs of of needing a root canal that your tooth is not going to get any better. Gotcha. And are there any other alternative treatments to getting a root canal? There isn't. You know, um, once uh, the once that nerve in the middle that pulp is died, mm-hmm. um, there really is no alternatives. Um, you have to get that nerve out if someone's having. Uh, pulpitis, irreversible pulpitis inflammation, like we talked. So, um, once you have the tooth extracted, you know, and taken out, um, there is an alternative, and that is the, from saving the tooth, and that is an implant. You know, and that's a lot of the option that we give people. If you want to take the tooth out, if you don't want to go through a root canal uh, in the crown, your other option is an implant. Okay, your other option is you can do nothing. You can just leave a space there. But if you want a chewing tooth there, which we highly recommend so that your teeth don't shift and so you don't put pressure on them, um, the best option is an implant. And that's kind of like putting a root down into the bone mm-hmm. to replace the root that we, ta- that we took out. So when we do a root canal, we try to save that root, which we call your natural implant, so that we don't have to place you know, a man-made implant. But if we can't, a man-made implant is very, very effective 97 percent success rate so and that's where on the internet i think some of your um your things that we talked about early come in you know an implant is 97 percent successful okay a root canal has a little bit lower success rate than that so that's where some of the people on the internet say hey why not just go for an implant get that tooth extracted and that is a, a good argument um however there's a very uh, a lot of talented dentists out there and there's a lot of talented interdentists who have a 97 plus percent um, success rate with uh, root canals. So um, that would be my suggestion: is have it evaluated, and then get informed um, if you want to save your tooth and and make your best uh, call. But uh, I think your dentist and your endodontist uh, should have more credibility than the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're picking a good one, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to me that, uh, you know, something as intricate, uh, uh, intricate and uh, intimate as dentistry that you would just kind of rely on the internet for that and not go see an experienced dentist. You know, that, that kind of blows my mind that some people might do that. It's, um yes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's where our society's heading, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, I've been, um, guilty of looking up symptoms and things like that, how to treat them. Um, and, and, you know, most people don't want to go to the doctor um, and or the dentist for a disease. They don't mind going and getting checkups and prevention. They like that, mm-hmm. unless it's a colonoscopy maybe, but right. <laughs> <laughs> they like that more so than when they are sick. Mm-hmm. And I think it stems back from when we were young. Hey, you got to get a shot if you get sick or, you know, you got to have a feeling. So um, I think it stems back from that. But, I think in general, you know, if, if we if we rely on the dentist uh, to determine, uh, you know, and, and get the information that they can give you and then make a wise decision, because the key is you want to have all your um, treatment options laid out in front front of you and the, the consequences of, of, of those actions of each each treatment. Excellent. Excellent. Well, if you want to follow up with Dr. Mann, he has two offices in the area. You can visit the Cary office at 315 East Chatham Street in Cary or the Garner office off of Highway 70. New patients are always welcome, and you can call for an appointment by calling 919 462 
919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. And Dr. Mann, people can go and check you out online as well, right? Yes. If anybody has a question, they can go to smileman.com. That's smilemann.com. Um, they can ask a question. They can make an appointment. Uh, we give free consults. We'd love to have new patients that uh, are listening to the show. So, uh, you know, remember, your day goes the way the corners of your mouth turn. So smile. God loves you. I love it. Uh, we are just about out of time here, but we will do this again next week, and we hope you'll join us then, too. And, Dr. Man, what will be the subject next week? We're going to talk about teeth whitening, the ever-popular teeth whitening this time of year. I'm looking forward to it. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.